remember your stories with a kind of detail no one else has. Don't take them with you when you go. This is Christy Bridges from One Moment Wiser, and this year's podcast series is about sharing your story. So with that in mind, I'd like to share a two-part workshop I recently did for members of Be Bold You. Cindy Lou Miller was kind enough to agree to let me share the workshop for free with you. But if you're looking for a journal to write in this year, get one of her journals today on her Facebook page. It's facebook.com forward slash be bold you. That's B-E-B-O-L-D-Y-O-U. All right, so does anything go into a journal? Just everything? Well, not really. Some things are counterproductive. So if you read Ecclesiastes, you'll notice Solomon stayed in kind of a disgruntled place for a long time. His observations are very helpful to us, but there's a big difference between Ecclesiastes and the Psalms. Now, David, who was called a man after God's heart, he expressed frustration and even asked God to smite his enemies they always ended by letting God know, you're in charge. I trust you and praise you. Solomon, who obsessed with the futility of everything, ended up leaving God behind for other women and for idols. So we do need to, no matter how we're feeling, no matter how much we vent, is helpful to bring those entries back around so that we're looking God in the face and letting God not our fears or depression or frustrations, be our central focus. Putting God at the center means noticing those blessings, writing that thank you, trusting his guidance. It also means not fantasizing about spiritual poison. The journal feels so safe sometimes. We can let ourselves go a little much. And we've seen over the last, you know, 10 or 20 years, where people have fantasized about murder. And we've probably known people who fantasized about adultery in their journals. Well, those things are poisonous to our spirits. It's a good place for private thoughts to put them in your journal, you know, to put your thoughts in your journal. But you've probably heard the saying, what you think about, you talk about, what you talk about, you bring about. Even if you never murder anyone, nurturing those kinds of fantasies changes how we are and it poisons our lives. So instead, in the journal, nurture wisdom, good relationships, and creativity. So the next thing I wanna talk about is nurturing the life you actually want. So we've been talking about saving happy memories and gratitude, uh, basically attitude adjustment through journaling, right? You know, coping with things and, and helping our relationships and our attitude to be better. And logging our accomplishments to keep us motivated. We've talked about venting for mental health. And if all you did were all of those things, especially fun little stories like the googly eye guy, then you'd leave behind a pretty interesting life story. I love reading old journals. I'm like Cindy Lou, when there's someone special to me, oh, I can't wait to get a hands on their journal. I'm reading the Lewis and Clark journal right now. Lewis and Clark are the ones who traveled across the United States back before anybody knew really what was out there. And their journals record plants and animals and people that the English settlers hadn't seen before. 
Plus, they put maps and coordinates in their journals that would help them find their way to places they want to revisit. Well, every year I draw a picture in my journal that is kind of like a map or coordinate. It goes with my word of the year. So it's just a reference point for my journey for the year. And so this year, story is my word because more and more I realize how much I love helping people look at their stories and find where God was in those times and share those stories with others so that others can be inspired and healed through that. So story is right here in my journal. And in my journals, plans and ideas start to incubate. In the 2016 journals, you'll find my plans for a small group study material that goes with the first devotional in my series, Wisdom Better Than Wishing. In 2017 are the plans for the Share Your Wisdom Wisely experience, which is my course to help other people write their own devotional book and promote and publish all those things that first-time writers don't know. In 2018, my journals are full of the ideas for Option Ocean, and that was done with the help of Cindy Lou. In all my journals, there are these half-baked beginnings or dreams for someday when I have more time or for my next project. So in the front of this one journal is the daily schedule I dream of having someday when I'm doing One Moment Wiser full-time. And in the front of another, I don't know if you can see this, it has this awesome pocket. I love pockets in journals. Is a magazine advertisement. I had a dream about a mansion. And I wrote the dream down because I woke up thinking of this wonderful retreat center for authors and artists and writers and musicians. About a month later, maybe two, I sat at a table outside of a gelato restaurant with a friend of mine and picked up a magazine that was in the little thing by the door. And I'm flipping through the magazine as we talked, and the house for my dream was in the magazine. It even has the theater I dreamed about. I was blown away. So that came home with me and has stayed in that journal. And the more I learn about dreams and the more I learn about myself, the more meaningful that picture becomes. Lewis and Clark went through Cassandra's town? Oh, yeah. That is so neat. Man, I would love to just follow their hike someday. I know, isn't that fun? I can't, I just, I'm like, I'm dreaming about like what it would have been like to be through that town when they went through and then what it was like when Cassandra was like, the, the changes that would have happened and wow. <laughs> For real. That's one of the neatest things about logging stuff like this is that you can see where your life or your world was 20 years ago. You know, you can see what life was like in a former time and maybe what you were like in a former time. And now today, you know, as you write your newer journal entries and look back on that, you can see how things have changed. Oh, how cool. Give yourself so, hope along with others. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And you know, the same. <laughs> have you ever felt like you were the only one who'd ever gone through something? Yeah. Or, yeah, 
I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. <laughs> no, that's all right. I was I wanted I came back on actually because I wanted to to say how important um, having a single word rather than doing I, I do a vision board too. Mm -hmm. um, I do mine electronically because I'm an electronic gal and I, I love electronics. So or I love graphic on I paint graphics on the computer like I do computer painting in Photoshop and things like that. And um, I haven't really shared that with the world, but that could be kind of fun to start doing that. Start doing computer painting live. I might do that. Um, what a great idea. Hmm. <laughs> I love how things come out in these conversations that I have online. It's just amazing. Like I never thought about doing that before. Like <laughs> I love the lives new screen sharing tool because you could totally do that. <laughs> yeah, totally could do that. But my word for the year is simplicity. And Every time I go to do something, I just say, how does this fit in simplicity? What would this look like in the attitude of simplicity? And I'm changing my behaviors based on just having that thought in my head. Mm. So I love the idea of drawing out um, a picture to go with my words. So thank you for that idea. I'm going to definitely do that. Beautifully. Well, you know, when you draw something, you have to take more time with it. So you can't just, uh, you know, even when you draw it graphically, you, you have to take time with it. And when you have that one word that you're taking an hour or more with, there's just, it just gets in a little deeper. Yeah. And plus, it's really neat to look at a journal full of words and run across something that just makes your heart go, oh, flutter, you know? Yeah. And story is like, Journaling is the precursor to story, isn't it? I mean, you're getting those Absolutely. ideas down. Next month in the membership, we're going to have a training on story. So it's just fits so well <laughs> what you're saying today that I had to like at least mention it. It's like yeah, the beginning of February, we're going to do, um, uh, it's in a couple weeks, um, a training on story with Corinne Olson. So people can keep their eye out for that. And How cool. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait for that one. <laughs> All right, I'll let you go back to your teaching. I'll, I'll <laughs> I love it. You know, even if you're not artistic, there are things that you can do to make your journal more of an expression of you and also to make it more of a kind of that Swiss Army knife for times when you feel dry and you need creativity and you look back through those old journals. Uh, a couple of things that you can do is just write upside down once in a while. In the back of one of my journals, I wrote upside down. It says, I am writing this upside down because it feels so different than my safe life patterns. It feels like my life might be turned upside down. And I proceeded to write the purpose for One Moment Wiser. You know, in another journal, I, I gave this journal right here to a friend of mine who had had a little bit of a breakdown in college. And um, she later, a year later, gave it back to me when I was going through a divorce. Well, she didn't write in it because her mind was just too full. And so instead she expressed herself in this journal by pasting pictures, things that expressed what she was feeling or things that made her feel creative and light again. And when I was writing in the journal later, it was so inspirational to have little pictures just at 
on different pages. So it was a real blessing to have that decorated journal. It, it inspired me. So just because, you know, if you're not somebody who likes to draw, find other ways to show that creativity. Oh, Cassandra says, victory is your word. Oh, I love that word. Having a victorious mindset, overcoming objections and obstacles this year. I am victorious now, not later when it situation arises, but now. That's right. And um, we have these words that keep us inspired. Revisit those words in your journal. Realign yourself. Find the places uh, in your dreams, in your experiences, in the things you've noticed that you've been writing into your journal. Find the places that remind you of that word that is inspiring you this year. So these kinds of things keep me motivated. It sounds like they might keep you motivated too and keep you moving forward. Getting those memories, the happy ones as well as the tough ones getting those um, gratitude moments, those word for the year, the accomplishments for each day, to keep us going forward. One Moment Wiser will be right back. But, and here's I think what you've probably been waiting for, the juiciest journals are packed with vitamin C which stands for creativity. So we've talked a little bit about drawing your pictures or pasting pictures. When I just want to play around, my journal is not just my shoulder to lean on, but it's my buddy. I use my journal to write poems, draw pictures. I store Bible verses from my daily devotions or quotes from books that I've read. Sometimes when I'm in a restaurant and I hear an interesting conversation, I might even write a line or two from that conversation because I can use that in developing characters later. I draw pictures, little caricatures, terrible at drawing, but little caricatures of people I meet so that I remember their names later. So different things that I put in my journal help to feed scenes in stories or devotions or presentations that I want to share later. So there's this one from Car Talk on NPR that I heard one day. And it says, on Stump the Chumps, someone called with red goo oozing from under the dashboard. It dripped onto the carpet and onto the driver's socks while she drove. Was her car bleeding? Well, apparently, transmission fluid was creeping up the speedometer cable. They told her to replace the speedometer gasket to stop the drip. Red goo? A bleeding car? Never in a million years would I have come up with that. But now I can use it in my writing. <laughs> oh, Cassandra, you're so sweet. You're going to make me cry. <laughs> but things like that that you wouldn't have come up with but you've heard or seen can inform your your output later can make your business better, can make your creativity better. Um, gosh, it can just be a great joke to share with somebody you know. So I want to issue another challenge in the comments. Um, actually, no, I'm sorry. This is not one that you'll put in the comments, although you're welcome to comment. I love what I've read so far. 
But today, for the rest of the day, wherever you go, or whatever you watch or listen to, I want you to look for some interesting thing you wouldn't have thought of. Make a note about it. So maybe you see the, you know, plant store advertisement. I saw one one time, spring is here, we're so excited we wet our plants. I had to write that into my journal and I ended up using that in a cartoon I created for a presentation I did. So, you know, something like that. Look for something you wouldn't otherwise have come up with yourself. Make a note of it in your journal. Now, I don't always carry a paper journal with me, so I use Evernote on my phone to jot things down and keep them in sections. So I have folders for the different books that I'm collecting ideas for. I have a folder with my husband's subway order in it, you know, different things. But Evernote makes it real easy. I don't make any money by telling you about Evernote, but it's just such a great tool that I thought I'd share. When I get home, I just turn on my laptop and sync it, and I have all those folders and notes right there. So Evernote or you know, email yourself, leave yourself a voice memo, or write it down in your journal. You know, songs have been written on napkins from cafes, right? So your journal is your pantry for all those ingredients for whatever you might cook up later. Save those ingredients. Now, I can't leave you just thinking about how to keep your mental health and your creativity going in your journal if I don't also talk to you about the most important way that I use my journal. So I am constantly in motion. I have a list of things to do that makes me glad I'm eternal. <laughs> so my relationship with God requires that I slow down sometimes and focus. That's the most lasting, most important part of my life, but it's really tough to focus on when I'm running or exhausted or looking around at the things to do. So I use my journal to pray. I just write my prayers. Chaotic thoughts, remember, they have to calm down when they go single file out the tip of your pen. And if I start praying to God, I'm not going to be thinking grocery list if I'm writing my prayer. Even when I'm not anxious, I still get distracted, right? So this helps me stay focused more easily. And when I'm done, I feel more refreshed. I feel like I've really had time with God. There's a book, a devotional that I'm reading right now called Jesus Calling. And Sarah Young actually used that prayer time with God, you know, turning it into writing to not only write what she was thinking, but to try to listen to what God was thinking. And I'm so grateful. This is the second or third time that I've read parts of this book, and they're such a blessing to my life, always right on time. So that focus time is it's probably the most um, just important things that I use my journal for. And now prayer isn't just about listing your needs or fussing about, you know, the work or the people in your life. So prayer is 
supposed to be a conversation, like Sarah Young has demonstrated. So in the PDF with the exercises, there's actually a section on journaling your prayers. So in that section, it talks about ways that you can make your prayer a real conversation. Make that connection. It says, write things, write thanks for things God has done, love for who God is, apologies for things you did wrong, share what's on your mind, write your desires and dreams, and then ask questions about God's desires and dreams. Write prayers for yourself and for others, and scriptures that you read, and write questions about what doesn't make sense to you. Write your actual overnight dreams and ask God for clarity to help you understand. And then listen throughout the day. Observe. See where God gives you the answers to those prayers. So journaling for mental health, for focus, for communication with God, and also to, to kind of hone your words before you talk to others, and for creativity. All those little ideas and, and quotes and uh, different things that come to you throughout your day. Doing your journal this way, just making it really work for you, is actually going to have a huge impact in your ability to think clearly and be productive and stay on track, but also see how far you've come. Just like the Lewis and Clark journals, we can see how different things were then than they are now. And hopefully in your life, you'll see how they've improved. That is what I wanted to talk to you about today. What questions do you have? Cindy Lou, do you have any comments on that? What am I commenting on? <laughs> That's all right. I was just going to say, do you have any questions or comments or anything that you want to? You have add? definitely covered journaling very well. And I was realizing that my journaling has really shifted to the notes section of my computer and my phone. Like I'll be out and I get an idea or whatever. And I'm like, yep, that, that notes section, it's like, it's massive. Um, so I'm going to be picking up my mom's like journals. Right. And you know, but mm -hmm. my kids are going to have to be savvy enough to know how to get into my computer and get my notes. So I'm realizing that for a lot of people, if that's the only way that they're really journaling right now, they're doing it all electronically, how are we going to pass that on to the next generation? And are we going to face possibly losing um, a whole bunch of ideas? I think of Leonardo da Vinci's um, notebook and how many of those things have actually happened well after he was gone, where people have taken what he started, what he wrote down in those books and those journals, and they've taken his ideas and then they've put meat to them. And that isn't going to happen if it's in the notes file and no one ever sees it because your computer's gone. That's true. And how many different files, you know, can one person have? I mean, I have things in so many places and I'm realizing more and more, um, you know, like, like we mentioned, just the, 
psychological benefit of handwriting my journal. Mm. And I'm also, like you were just talking about, realizing more and more how scattered my journals are. Now, I like, you know, digital because I like being able to search for things and copy them and use them. But when they're not in an easy to get to orderly place, then that is also difficult and things get lost. And gosh, does my husband even know the pin number for my computer so that he could get it and access those things? So those are definitely things to consider because because you do want to pass on what God has taught you in ways that other people can, can really go, oh, it's not just me. Yesterday I learned in a dream interpretation class that it was a really fun class, but the the dream that drives me crazy and embarrasses me even when I'm a, when I wake up uh, is a dream that everybody has. You know, knowing it's not just me and here's how this person coped with it is super important. So yeah, let's make them accessible. Yeah, um, one of the reasons I really wanted to start writing books was to pass along my thoughts and my perspective. Because one of the things that I have realized, and I definitely want to write a book on this, is the uniqueness of everyone's perspective and that no two people have the same thing to share. That even if you're sharing the exact same event, your experience and what you felt, saw, and took part in is going to be different. And it's going to come across differently because of your perspective and all that you have in your mind. And the only way to pass that on is really to put it into a book and get it out there. Or these videos will also probably be part of that, won't they? Like people Mm -hmm. will be able to watch this 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years from now. And we might not be here in 50 years. I'll be 108. I might not be here. So... (laughs) So, you know, it could be very interesting to have our voice still be being heard. I agree. And Cassandra, what type of digital journal do you like? Now, I talked about using Evernote. I've also used Diarium, which is a really neat, you know, online and phone journal that also syncs. I like Evernote a little better for some of my, you know, because I'm, I'm working on several books. But what do you like for a digital journal? Cassandra? Yeah, there's quite a delay, so. Yep, that is totally okay. But you're, I love that Cassandra's talking about writing dreams. I have so many wonky dreams. And looking back over them to get ready for the class I went to yesterday, was kind of fun. I, I'd forgotten some of them, but there was some definite uh, signs of what was going on in my mind and in my life at the time. Ah, you used Evernote also. Fantastic. When did you start journaling? Have you journaled all your life? I think I was probably eight, seven or eight when someone gave me a diary and it had a little lock on it that of course when you're seven or eight you think is impenetrable, right? Uh, (laughs) And I used that for a really short time, uh, but I really didn't have anything. I had the thought that you have to write every day. I didn't have anything to say every day. When I was probably 13, I started 
really writing more of my life, being a little freer with it. And actually, you know, it's funny, I took French in ninth grade and then I moved to Texas in a school that they didn't have French. And so the whole year that I lived in Texas, I practiced French by journaling in French, in my little ninth grade wow. French, and using my little uh, French book to, to try to get better. And I was actually able to skip second year French in 11th grade and just move on to third year French. So yep, that must have been a good thing, I guess. I threw away my high school journals, and I'm so sad about that, because my dad had read them. Well, logical grown-up me says, well, that's silly. He'd already read them. <laughs> but, you know... <laughs> I never forget on day I just angrily tossed the ball in the dumpster. Oh no. Yeah. So I would love to um I love to write. This is Desiree. I love to write and used to a lot. But I started feeling stupid as though I had an a high ego thinking people would actually be interested in what I had to say or in the weird and wonderful way my brain functioned. Desiree, people are interested in what you have to say. Period. Just watch TV for five minutes and then turn it off. But <laughs> people watch the dumbest reality shows <laughs> because we have a hunger for real life. We have a hunger for other people's stories. They affect us. I had several step parents, and you know, the things that my parents, who actually loved me, would tell me, I didn't always accept. But when a step parent uh, would say something, I would hear it from their perspective. It was like all of a sudden I, I listened and I heard what my mom had been trying to say. So your voice matters. You have a way of expressing oh, and what she you've gone through to Doesn't someone else. Amazing way yeah. of expressing. Like this one. Awesome. She is gifted with the right. So yes, please write. Please write. <laughs> Desi, you can't write too much. It's impossible. <laughs> and I know right now it might be difficult, but a little bit. And that's the thing about journaling, too, is you don't have to have a long time. Like, you can do two minutes. You can do a minute. You can do a five-minute one like you started at the beginning with. You know, mm -hmm. you don't have to sit down for an hour or two hours or whatever. But you can do what you can do and do what you can. Absolutely. And you know, I have a friend who doesn't, she doesn't want to be a journaler, but she keeps a calendar on her calendar that hangs in her kitchen. She'll just write a little note about something that happened each day. And for her, she can look back and see, oh, it was on this day. For some reason, every year, the year that the day that my grandma passed away, she'll send me a little note. Hey, I'm just thinking about you and how sweet your grandma was. You know, so she's written different things that have happened in her life, good things too, that she can look back on and, and remember and share the story. Yeah. But Cheryl, you don't remember your dreams. My husband doesn't either. And you know, certain things like waking without an alarm clock can help. And and even just trying, you know, what was it that I did in my sleep can help. But you have a lot of uh, I just love your podcast. You have so much that you remember in your waking that is very helpful for people. Yes, we're all three podcasters. Cassandra, do you have a podcast or do you only have the online TV show? Um, Cassandra does a online live like we are doing here. Um, but, and uh, yeah, 
She does. I, I don't know if she has a podcast. I think she wants to have one. But Cheryl and myself and you all have a podcast, and I think we all started ours around the same time, maybe the same mm -hmm. weekend. Yes, we thanks to Young And with our friend Young. Who is amazing. Amazing, and currently doing Amplify Your Awesome, which is like <sighs> helping us to repurpose and do things and get our messages the things, a lot of things that we might journal about may end up on a blog post or in a book or whatever, and then we're then sharing it online. And so Young helps you with that and takes you through all that process. I don't know why I'm talking. Hi, Young. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for helping us to bring our dreams to fruit because I had wanted to have a podcast for like eight years before I finally got that done. And yeah, I'm so excited. Uh, for those who are listening uh, that are my podcast listeners, because I'm definitely going to put this on the podcast, if that's all right with you, Miss Christy. Um, Absolutely. Thank you so much. And if you want a journal, just put journal in the comments and we'll get that back to you or send us a message. Send one to me, send one to Christy. It doesn't matter which one of us you send it to because she sent me the PDF so I can make sure and get it to you. Yeah. Do you have anything, last thing that you'd love to like just share? You know, it's just been so wonderful to be a part of your training programs because you offer you offer terrific things to your members. And I I just really appreciate what you do. So thank you for having me here. Yeah, thanks. And the membership is now open. It's $27 a month. The first month is $7. You can test it out, try it out. This video will live forever in the membership portal area. So if you're in the membership, you'll have access to this replay forever. I don't know how long I'll keep it up on Facebook. It may be here forever too. I don't know, but for sure it's going to be put into that portal so that you can go back. And even if it's on Facebook, sometimes it's hard to find stuff. So I'm going to put all the trainings. They're going to go right into the membership. You're going to be able to log right in and you can go in and find Christy's name and then look it up or journaling and you'll be able to find it really easy. Christy, I didn't ask you this ahead of time, and I probably should have. Would you come back um, in like a week or two and just do a Q&A in the membership group only? Yes. Um, so if anyone has any questions, like they've been journaling or whatever, we can just have that as a private Q&A. I would be happy to. And anything else that, that you guys want me to share, you know, examples of or, or how-tos or any other ideas, just let me know. That would be awesome. All right, I will put it in the um, membership. I will put the membership link here for people to join. I will put Christy's contact information here so that you can connect with her. And I think we'll see you in a couple of weeks uh, when right. we do this, when, when I'm talking to my listeners too as much as the next training will be February 3rd, 4th, 5th. Somewhere in there. It's really hard with the dates because it's the 23rd here, the 22nd where you are. And we're, <laughs> but it'll be there. I will announce it in the group and you will get to join in. Um, anything else I need to say? Mm, I don't think so. So one more googly eyes out. <laughs> Remember to always live your life out loud and be bold you. Yes. <laughs> Thank you again, Christy. Thanks.
If you've enjoyed this podcast, check out OneMomentWiser.com for books, blogs, and two-minute devotional videos, which will help you live wisely in every aspect of life. See you next time on One Moment Wiser.